0: But you can't simply think of your vision one time, walk away and go, that's gonna be true in 10 years. That's gonna be true in 40 years, right? You've gotta connect with it regularly. Where focus goes, energy flows. Welcome to the Secrets of Supermom Show, where we explore how successful, busy moms battle overwhelm, beat burnout, and stay happy in the process. I'm your host, Lori Oberbreckling, wife, mom of four corporate executive, photographer, and author of the book, Secrets of Supermom, how extraordinary moms succeed at work and home, and how you can too. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome to episode number 157 of the Secrets of Supermom show. If we have not met before, I'm so excited that you're here. And if we have met before, welcome back. If you are listening in real time, we are officially 10 days away from 2024. And for many of us, we're ready to think about what we want from 2024. But so often that means diving into goal setting, right? So why actually cast a vision anyway? Does it matter? Why can't we just set goals and get our resolutions together and hit go? Well, you could. But I have a question for you. How has that worked in the past? Did you set goals in the past or set resolutions in the past, hit them all, end the year fist pumping in the air on December 31st, or did you let those goals get less important, less top of mind, somehow they became less easy and you just didn't want to do them anymore and slowly they disappeared, either this year or previous years, those goals just tend to disappear. My guess is that you set that random goal and you let it disappear. So maybe you set a random goal like lose 20 pounds or start a business or read 20 books or stop drinking so much or be less stressed or be happier, right? When that goal isn't tied to a bigger vision, it is really hard to stay consistent even when things are easy. So even when things are easy, it is hard for us to stay consistent. And when things get hard, bye-bye goal. It is so much harder for us to stay the course because setting this random goal is not the goal. Creating a life that you love, that is where we wanna be headed. Those goals that you set should help you get there, but they're the stepping stones on the path. They're not the destination. So the vision, that is the destination that you're headed. And this is why we set a vision in the first place. So we set the vision and then we create goals to support it. The vision puts purpose behind those goals that you set. You might have heard uh, where energy or focus goes, energy flows. I think that's how it goes. Where focus goes, energy flows, right? Your vision is that focus. And so all of your energy, all of your passion, all of your excitement gets to flow there. And if you like to nerd out on research like I do, of course, having that clear vision is also linked with increased hope, increased motivation, and increased optimism, Can you imagine how much easier this year would be to hit your goals and get closer to that vision if you were consistently more motivated and more optimistic? I know I always want to find ways to be more motivated and more optimistic. And if we get that just by setting that clear vision, amazing right? How much easier is it going to be to make choices? How much easier is it to be to get out of bed every day? How much easier is it going to be to set boundaries, to make hard decisions? All of those things that sometimes come up when we're working toward a goal is easier when we have a vision. So today we're going to walk through a step-by-step process that you can actually do this. I'm going to walk you through five steps And that is whether you've got maybe a little bit of a vision, whether you have lost it entirely and you have no idea what you want or what you even like in your life right now, it is going to help you get clear on what you really want. And it's going to let you do things differently this year because if nothing changes, nothing changes. When we go into January 1st, and we set a resolution, and we fail it by January 17th, that just becomes another year doing the same thing. And this year, we are going to do it differently. This year, you're going to create that vision with a clear path forward. So you can take those tiptoes, those baby steps, those big strides toward that vision, and make this year your year. All right, so We're gonna start with step one and step one is called finding the breadcrumbs. So this is really a way to find what you really want from your life. Because if someone says, what do you want from your life? So often that feels very daunting. We want to maybe get a lot of things or maybe that just causes a panic. So we want to use some things from the past to help get some clarity on what we actually want. So if you remember the story, Hansel and Gretel, and they dropped breadcrumbs to find their way back to, the, uh, to their home, right? From the evil witch. So we're going to do the same thing. During our lives, we have dropped little clues, little breadcrumbs along the way to see the path that we are on. And so this exercise is going to help you find those. So these are very fast exercises, five or 10 minutes. I want you to just really think about what comes up for you. So one of those that you can do is called finding the breadcrumbs of what you really want. And it is using thinking about books, magazines, Pinterest boards, projects, activities, what kinds of things draw you in? What has made you really excited, motivated in the past? What just always piques your interest? If you walk up into a bookstore or if you walk up to a magazine rack, what are you just drawn to? Think about that. When you're looking at Pinterest and scrolling through, what are you drawn to? And that is gonna help you start to think about, okay, I really love architecture. I really love interior design. I really love nature and being outside. I really love travel, right? The next thing you can do to find breadcrumbs is to look at your previous year and go through your actual calendar. So you can look through your actual calendar and you can say, what did I love doing and what did I hate doing this year, right? You can look through your actual schedule and say, what would I love to do every single year and what do I hope I never have to do again? And then we like to ask some key questions. And so I want you to think, I... I want to stop for just a second and remind you that if you are driving right now, this is awesome. Be thinking, be listening, be be open-minded to this while you're thinking and driving and or are running or riding your bike. But I want you, when you get home, stay, come back to this podcast and write some of these things down. There's some activities that are going to be really powerful if you write them down. So if you can do that now, amazing. Just keep listening, pause where you need to. But if not, I want you to keep listening and just start brainstorming, just start thinking, and then you can come back to this episode and write down some of these. So what are you tolerating that no longer serves you? Where are you settling? What would you never do again if you could? What do you prioritize as non-negotiable? Where do you feel like time stops? Who do you feel you're most yourself with? So when you think about these things from your past, I want you to just think, where do I see little breadcrumbs of what I would really love my future to look like? Okay, so step one is finding those breadcrumbs. Step two is what I call the I wish activity. And so step one is looking into the past, right? We are looking for breadcrumbs behind us. The I wish activity is looking forward into the future. So before I talk about it for a second, I want you to think about what would you do If you woke up today and had no restrictions, no responsibilities, if you just had a day that was all yours, maybe time even stopped so nothing else was going to get in your way, nothing else was going to get, quote, behind, right? How would you spend your day? What would you do? What would you be thinking about? Where would you go? What would you spend your time doing? Who are you in your wildest dreams? What do you feel compelled to do in your day, your year, your life? What would you do if nothing was holding you back? What are your actual priorities versus things you feel like you should do or have to do? And as you think about these questions, I then want you to do what I call the I wish activity. You're going to grab a sheet of paper. So again, don't do this while you're driving. Just be thinking or your journal or whatever you like to write in. And I want you to set a timer for eight minutes. And then without stopping, I want you to write I wish and fill in the blank with as many things as you can in eight minutes. So I wish to travel to Bali. I wish to do a pull-up in the gym. I wish to feel energy when I wake up every day. I wish I had a renovated kitchen. I wish to spend more quality time with my kids. I wish I was a yoga instructor. I wish I had 10 new clients this year. I wish I could write a book. I wish I had a promotion. I wish I was happy. So I don't want you to think about what's possible when you're doing this activity. I don't want, you know, maybe you think, oh, I want to write a book, but that's impossible. I want to travel the world, but that's impossible, right? I want you to just see what comes up for you. And I don't want you to stop. I want you to keep going for the eight full minutes because this is another way that we find those breadcrumbs. So you're just going to keep writing. Now, once you've written for eight minutes, and if you want to keep going, right? Like, let's say the ideas are still coming. Don't stop at eight minutes. Keep going. But I want you to go for the full eight minutes. And then once you're done, whether you're done after your urge is done to finish or the timer goes off, I want you to read through your list and I want you to look at those themes. Does it seem like travel and adventure come up a ton? Do you have wishes around your mood and energy? Does that come up all the time? Are there all sorts of business goals that you didn't even know you had before? I want you to take those eight minutes. I want you to look and wish away. And then I want you to look for those themes. And then we're going to move to step three, right? So step one, we found the breadcrumbs. Step two, we did the I wish activity. Now we're moving into step three. And step three is visualizing your best possible self. So I want you to think about you at the end of your life. Sometimes this is hard, sometimes this feels scary or even morbid for some of you, but I want you to think about the end of your life, so stick with me. We know from research that the top regrets for people at the end of their lives are wishing they allowed themselves to be happier, wishing they allowed themselves to express their true feelings, wishing they had lived a life on their terms and not based on someone else's expectations, wishing they had stayed connected with people in their lives and wishing they had not worked so hard. We know this. The research shows that these are the most common things that that people at the end of their lives wish were different. So I want you to picture at the end of your life, and you don't have these regrets. You've lived the way you wanted to live all along. What does it feel like? What are you doing? What did you accomplish? What are you thinking about? Who's around you? So After you kind of go through that, and again, you can write these things down or you can just be thinking them. After you go through that, I want you to back up to just 10 years from now. So I want you to think 10 years from now and I want you to close your eyes, not if you're driving. Again, you're gonna do this at home, not in an unsafe location. So I want you to close your eyes and I want you to think about um, these questions. So you can listen back to this if you are out and about. And I want you to picture yourself 10 years from now, And I want you to be thinking about, okay, I am living in my most wonderful life. The perfect me, right? The most true me, the one that exists in my heart of hearts, the person that's 100% me when no one else is around and I am living my best life. How does it feel inside? What brings you absolute joy? How do you spend your day? Do you work? Do you have hobbies? What are you doing with other people? Are you hanging out with friends? Do you have family? Who do you spend your time with? Where do you live? What does it smell like? What can you hear where you live? What are you eating? What do those things taste like? What is it? What is making you happy in your, in your mouth when you think about all the things that you get to eat in your life? How is your health? How do you feel physically? What are your finances like? What do you look like? Are you glowing? Are you strong? What are you wearing? And what does future you think about her life? And when you're ready and you think you have a really clear vision of the woman that is you in 10 years, I want you to back up one more time and look just one year from now. So how can you bring that vision for your end of life and then for 10 years from now forward just one year? What sorts of baby steps could you take that would get you closer to that vision that you have 10 years from now, 100 years from now? I want you to walk through that visualization and picture how that feels to live your best life. Feeling that, seeing that, really embodying that is gonna be that next step to creating that vision. And then we're gonna get tangible as we always do, right? You know that I absolutely love to talk about mindset and some sort of woo-woo things occasionally, but I also love a path. I love a process, I love a strategy, I love a tangible way to work through a process. And so of course, we're gonna create a vision statement. Now, why do we do this? Your vision cannot just stay in your head. You can't think about your life today, listening to this podcast, getting really excited, and then all of a sudden, never think about it again. In order to continue on this path for your vision, to your best life, your best self. You have to have a plan, which we'll get to, but it also needs to be top of mind. You need to be able to think about your vision on a regular basis. It needs to be the deciding factor, the reason you do what you do, the reason you move or eat healthy or take a certain class or put in extra energy or hustle or rest. The vision is the reality you are moving toward, and you can't move there if you never think about it. So today, we are going to create a vision statement and a plan that we can allow us, that will allow us to stay top of mind every day. So if you feel called to create your statement in any way, listen to that. If you are thinking, oh my goodness, I love this. I, I totally have an idea for what I want my statement to be. Go with it. That's amazing that you stick with that. But if this is new to you, if you are thinking, what does she mean? How in the world am I gonna write a vision statement? I'm gonna give you an easy fill in the blank template. You're going to start with, I am a woman who, and then fill in the blank with with whatever that feels good for, for you. So I am a woman who, and you're going to fill that in with who you are, what you do, things that, uh, that feel right. And then you're going to say, I want to, and you're going to put that in with what you want to do, how you want to do it. And then finally, because I am passionate about. So I am a woman who X, I want to X because I am passionate about X. So I'm gonna give you a couple examples because I know that is sort of, um, I wanna pull these up and I wanna share with you some examples because I know that's a little bit hard to, to understand when you're kind of listening and, and not looking at something on, on a paper or you're driving around. I am a woman who is strong, happy, and vibrant. I want to foster, so you hear I want, right? I want to foster connection with my family, improve my energy, and start a nonprofit because I am passionate about living a life with purpose and joy. I am a woman who loves challenges, solves problems, and helps people. I want to create opportunities to be challenged and be open to new possibilities because I am passionate about living a regret-free life. So you can see those are both a little different, but two options for what you could do. So I am a woman who I want to X because I am passionate about X. And after you do that, you can use the, fr- the framework or you can create something on your own. I want you to create a way that you can see or hear this every day. So maybe you write it on a Post-it note and you put it on your Kardash or you put it in your medicine cabinet or you have it on the front of your journal or your planner. Maybe you have it up in your office. Maybe you like to listen to these things and you use an app like ThinkUp or something along those lines and you record it and you listen to it every day. Brilliant, right? You love, we know we love audio, right? We're, on a, we're listening to a podcast right now. We might wanna listen to it. And then our final step is step five. And I call final step step five, bringing your vision to life. This is how we're going to regularly connect with your vision. Just like we said, we've got the vision statement. We're writing it down. We're looking at it. But you can't simply think of your vision one time, walk away and go, that's going to be true in 10 years. That's going to be true in 40 years, right? You've got to connect with it regularly. Where focus goes, energy flows. That is why we create the statement. That is why we make something physical, visual, audio, so that we can bring this vision to life. So I love to do this with an actual vision because I like to look at my actual vision board. So not the kind where we cut out magazine photos. So you can totally do that. My kids love that. Um, We, you know, I've certainly done those before, but I love to use Canva online I love to put my word of the year in there. I love to put in inspiring images that lead me to my vision. I like to add my vision statement, words that remind me of my vision, my goals, my my things for the year that are going to contribute to that vision and anything else that I know is really going to contribute to an amazing year. You could use Photoshop. You could create a board on Pinterest, but something visual so that you can look at it If visual is your jam, again, I said, I told you a couple of different ways that you can do audio. And of course, you could write this down every day if that's helpful to you where you're writing something down every single day. Now in our how to plan your best year ever mega workshop on January 7th, I know some of you are joining that if you are amazing. We actually do this together. So we do tons of fun and intentional ways to plan your best year ever, and one of those is putting this together. So I hope you're joining us for that. If you are not, secretsofsupermom.com forward slash plan, and you can grab your ticket. I am very excited about it. Um, But once I create my plan, right, once I create what I call a vision board, I have it printed as a poster. I hang it on the wall in my office and I get to look at it every single day. It's above my door. I face my door. It is open and above so that I can see it every single day and be reminded of my vision, of my vision statement, of what I want for this year, of how I want to feel this year. Right? You could also put it as your computer background, your phone wallpaper. You could print it and have it laminated on your desk. You could have it on a coffee mug. You can have it wherever you want, but where would you put something that you need to see daily? Is it your closet? Is it on a coffee mug? How do you connect with it every single day, right? How do you see it every day? How do you do um, it it in a way that allows you to connect with it every day? Now you might not like a vision board, right? you might want to do a mind map or a list of words or a Uh, something that you write down every day, any way that you're going to connect with your vision daily is going to allow you to make the decisions that allow you to go towards that vision, right? So we've gone through our five steps. Now, what now? Now, once you have the clear vision, now, now we get to put it into action creating the goals that allow us to get there. Remember, I said at the beginning, goals are the path, not the destination. So now we get to make that clear plan. And not only do we have the best year ever mega workshop, but another way that you get to learn how to make this plan, how to do this well, I have invited some very special guests to join me on the podcast starting next week for an entire week every day, we are releasing a new episode with a special guest sharing how to plan your best year ever. These are experts in planning, experts in procrastination, experts in goal setting, and they are sharing how they plan their best year ever, sharing all sorts of tips and tricks that you do not want to miss. You absolutely want to catch this series. So if you do not follow the podcast, head into your app right now, follow the show, make sure that you don't miss a single episode of this because it is going to be amazing. I hope that you've loved this episode. I love a step-by-step process. I love a clear path to anything. And of course, even casting a vision needs a clear path in my mind. And if you loved it, I would love for you to listen in next week. I would love for you to join us on January 7th for the How to Plan Your Best Year Ever mega workshop. It is going to be amazing. If you did not join us last year, it is not like other workshops, let me tell you. We are not making resolutions that you're gonna ditch by February. We are asking key questions. We are teaching strategy and then we're actually doing it. You're not scheduling a coffee date with yourself afterwards. You are spending three hours together with us and you're gonna walk through the whole process. You're going to walk through it live put it into action, and you are going to walk out with a clear plan for your year. This is it. If this is you being ready for your best year ever, you need to join us in this workshop. It is going to be so much fun. You can go to secretsofsupermom.com forward slash plan or head to the show notes and you can get all the details. I cannot wait for next week. I cannot wait for January 1st. I cannot wait for January 7th. I am so excited to have you here. I am always so grateful that you listen in every single week. I am always so grateful that you follow along, that you join me listening to all these amazing women that we bring on. And next week is just going to be amazing. So I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Secrets of Supermom show. It doesn't have to end here. Head over to secretsofsupermom.com and take the quiz to find out your personalized supermom superpower. Or if you wanna hang out in the next best thing to real life, Join me at Secrets of Supermom on Facebook or Instagram. Big hug, y'all.